Hello everyone and welcome back to Miha. This is the last of our three-part series about education and in this podcast episode we are going to be comparing four different countries to the U.S. and their educational systems. I'm Madeline and I will be representing Japan. I'm Itza and I'm going to represent India. I'm Jemaya and I'm going to represent Finland. And I'm Anaya and I'll be representing China. So the first question is, how does your country compare to the U.S.'s educational system? Well, for Japan, one thing I find really cool is how their compulsory education, so like the stuff that you had to do, it goes from elementary school, which is grades first through six, and then middle school is seventh through ninth. And after that, they don't have to go to school anymore. However, 98% of kids still go to high school and pursue to university or whatever. And I find that really interesting because for the U.S., we have to do 12 years of education. Like, we have to go all the way through high school. Like, yeah, college is an option, but for Japan, high school and college is an option, which I find pretty interesting and one thing I also like is how the students are very involved with their school because we saw a video in our AP language class about how um, children in Japan would eat lunch or go about their lunch and the chefs would cook all the food from scratch um, and the children would take carts with the food on it to their classrooms people would serve the children would serve the food um make sure what's left clean up after themselves and then clean the school and i find that really cool because it's like it's teaching the children how to be involved and take care of themselves and be responsible while i feel like in the u.s we don't have that as much here like you learn all those skills at home instead of at school yeah um so mine was Finland and um so what I've learned about Finland's school system is that it's way more laid back than um the US school system. Um and they're really concerned about their students and things and they um they're not like into like the whole competition of who has the best school system. They're just focused on how their kids are learning, what they're learning, how they are feeling, and things like that. Yeah. For me, again, I have China. And one of the uh, differences between the U.S. and China is that, number one, China goes to school all year round, and so do a lot of other um, Asian countries like Japan. Mm-hmm. And number two, China's educational system is considered, although like their success rate is extremely high, I think that's due to like uh, social societal standards and things like that, but it's considered one of the most complex and um, challenging and competitive educational systems in the world, which I think is just phenomenal for there to be over 50 different countries for it to be one of the most, you know, highly rated ones. So the school system in India has four levels, the lower primary, upper primary, and 
secondary, high and higher secondary. So for the lower primary, it's from age 6 to 10, the upper primary, 11 to 12, high, 13 to 15, and higher secondary, which consists of 17 and 18. I found it, like, pretty cool because over there, so here it's, we have to go 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. But over there, they could either stop at 10th or continue to go into 12th grade, which would be considered the higher secondary. And then also, um, they have to learn three languages, which consists of English, Hindi, and their mother tongue, unless Hindi is considered the mother tongue. So I feel like it's really cool because they're gonna be like learning different languages and which is gonna help them in the long term career rise because you know people who knows more than one language makes more money so I thought that's pretty cool yeah so with that being said we're going to move on to our second question which is what customs or traditions from your country's educational system should the U.S. incorporate into their own Jemiah do you want to start us off um sure well for one um, when I researched it, this was like the first thing that popped up, and it was that Finland um, <clears throat> has like little to no standardized testing. Like they only have like one to two standardized testing tests, and one of them is in order for them to get into the university. But they have no standardized testing. Um, they only go to school for nine years, and they start school um, at earlier at a later age than we do. Um, so they start school at seven years old, um, and they go up to ninth grade, and then after that, everything else is optional, kind of like Japan. Um, they have two different schools, like after you get through with um, ninth grade, then they have upper secondary school, which you go to school for the three years, which would be 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. And then you take the standardized test to get into university or vocational school, which you go to school for the three years for in order to like get what you need for your edu for your career. Um, they also start school later and they get out earlier and <clears throat> the schools give like 15 to 20 minute breaks in between their classes to like give the students time to like decompress and stuff. Um, and they also only have like a few classes per day and they only get like 30 minutes of homework like it's crazy <laughs> and I love it <laughs> I'm gonna say I spend I know by myself here minimum five hours on homework sometimes and it's just like crazy because I don't get home until six o'clock or six thirty p.m. Yeah. so I'm up till 11 12 trying to finish those last couple of pages and I and then the thing is when you're at school sometimes teachers fuss at you for doing your homework in class but what you ain't irks, really got no yeah, time to do it what like, hurts me is that most of the time you're not even doing anything in class you and you choose to do your homework to be productive and all of a sudden it's please put that away I've had one teacher when I was in middle school was like if I see work from another class or my homework that you're doing in my class I'm going to take it and rip it up and throw it in the trash can and that's just going to be on you and it's like that kind of disrespect and that kind of like mindset kind of scares me for our country because in a society in a day and age where 
sometimes students have to go home and take care of their siblings or go home and take care of their parents or grandparents or you don't know what kind of like what their house what their home dynamic is their family dynamic is and you don't know how much they're struggling so for you to say something like that that could sometimes really potentially push a student over the edge like I know so many of my friends have mental breakdowns on a daily and I know I have one at least twice a month maybe even twice a week shoot depending on how hard work is (laughs) but yeah um for China I think that the like interesting thing that they should incorporate is that like their educational system is broken down into three parts so you have like your three years of kindergarten six years of primary school and three to six years of secondary school and they have a right like not even like you they can deny it they have an undeniable right to a minimum of nine years in an educational system so that um several years of higher education of course so that would just be like your six years of primary school and your three years of secondary school um but the whole like kindergarten thing they don't start school until they're minimum six years old and then seven years old in some countries we start school at like three Three, four yeah because I was and even before then I was always in some type of school so that I wouldn't be behind because my mom can't stay home and teach me the ABCs or the count to 100 like there's certain things that are expected of American parents that American parents had to put into the hands of other people and pay other people to do simply because of the fact that they like don't have time like this people don't understand time is of the essence like time is money and I know my mom definitely did not have time or money to just waste like that so I think uh something that they should incorporate is starting school kind of later because of the fact that like when it's easier to teach a six-year-old than a three-year-old and also the the a six-year-old can form more like complete sentences than a three-year-old I would hope so yeah and it's easier to talk like I know I was although I was a bit of a hyper child I was more receptive at five and six than I was at like three and four you know what I'm saying it also gives the kids time to be kids like yeah yeah. it's like three years of their life and they're already starting school yeah just like like I just barely got out the over 10 years like yeah it's crazy it's like I just started walking like yesterday you trying to teach me the ABCs I'm trying to go look at that rock that I can finally walk to by myself I'm saying (laughs) so it's um, it's, uh did you answer the question yet no not yet so what customs or traditions from uh India's educational system should the U.S. incorporate into their own um I found that since the classrooms isn't as big, the teachers have more like of a connection with their students. And I feel like although here, you know, we say we try to connect to the students, at least that's what the teachers say. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not the same because, you know, some teachers are worried about like how to engage with students and also keep respect to where they don't jump out of line or like some teachers just have a bad day or don't like kids and just need Mm -hmm. a job to teach you know yeah so i feel like we need to not we but you know teachers need to find a balance you know because you know even though we're younger i guess adults typically say we don't go through as much as them and try to belittle like situations when they don't even know the complete story and also when i went to india i found it really cool that 
So the students there, they're not in class like 24-7. They have time to go outside. And it's not even like they're just playing, but like they're learning outside. So while they're learning, they can breathe in the fresh air, they can see the sun, you know. Like sometimes when you're in a class, all the time you zone out, you're paying attention, you're wondering, when can I leave? You 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 don't feel like learning. Like yeah. Like yeah. I feel like sometimes a change of scenery is gonna like motivate you to like actually pay attention. I feel like we could incorporate that here. Yeah. And I feel like it would really do us good. Mhm. Maddie? For Japan, like Anaya said, they go to school like all year round. But it looks like the kids actually enjoy going to school. Like here we get yeah, like with us we get like weeks off during the year and like three months off during the summer. But we still hate going to school every day. Three months off, I feel like it's just for us to get so bored that we want to go back to school. Like we're just like I know like even like two weeks into summer, if I'm not doing something, I'm bored. But what people fail to realize is parents work. So during the summer, I'm not just doing this, this and this going to everybody house and everybody party yeah. i'm at home my grand, my parents Chilly. are not like they can't afford me to take me. they can't afford to take me like everywhere during the day yeah and they definitely not gonna let me walk in today's society <laughs> oh no so i think yeah you can go ahead and continue sorry for cutting you off but it's like it's weird because like the kids like in the video when they're like eating and talking with their teacher they actually look like they're enjoying school. They look like they're having fun. They mm-hmm. look like they actually get up every morning and are like, yeah, I want to go to school today. School's pretty lit. It's nice. While we're sitting here every morning, like, I know I do. When I get up, I'm always like, I really got to go to school today. And then I go, and then I get all this work, and then I have to go home, do all the homework, and then remember that I have a project due for next week, and I have to do that project. Mm-hmm. And then I end up forgetting that I got math due, and then I got a test in, like, chemistry. <laughs> and it's like... Ah! That was me yesterday. Can I breathe? Doing exactly. my geometry homework in physics, because I forgot that I had geometry homework. And then it was just like, uh, I did it, though. And I paid attention in physics, but I think... The biggest thing in America that is so toxic to our mindset is the whole stress culture. And, like, the idea that I'm more stressed than so-and-so implies that I'm smarter than so-and-so. Or because I take this class implies that I know more than so-and-so. But with people... Also, can we just talk about how some people go into teaching just because it seems like, like, an easy degree to get? Do not go into a job that you don't like, especially that when you have to work with somebody that's, like... With children? Yeah, somebody that, uh, what's it called, like, are easily impacted and things like that. Like, easily influenced. Yeah. Because your crappy attitude can make all the difference in a child's life and can cause them to be resentful of a certain subject or a certain type of people and create prejudiced mindsets so early on. I remember being in, like, third grade hating a subject because my teacher was sucky and then eventually hating that teacher. (laughs) But it's just that mindset. We need to just grow out of the whole stress culture idea because that's not healthy for anybody involved but um with that being said and talking about countries and what how do they compare and customs and traditions what makes your country's educational system unique what is something interesting that you read about them that you were like wow i wish america did that or I Everything. Wish. <laughs> really? Yeah, because yeah, with Japan, 
like yes they do go to school all year round however they look like they enjoy school like yeah. here we not necessarily hate Something it hate, but like hate, yeah we gonna say hate all right let's say depends it. on the type of school you go <laughs> yeah. to yeah because like if you want to go to like a really good school that you don't hate you're gonna come out of pocket for it yeah and like schools with good food you're gonna have to come out of the mostly private schools let's just say it. private yeah. schools here, you gotta come out of pocket yeah yeah. And what I liked about Japan's educational system, not even my own country, like, <laughs> not even China, let's move on to Japan, yeah. was the fact that, like, in the video, like, the food was yes. fresh yes. and cooked. Like, here in America, like, Girl, we, got we, we may have potatoes, but it's like, I, before Michelle Obama came into office, it was like those smiley potatoes. Now we don't have any potatoes. And, like, that was back when I used to eat school food. Like, it may have been unhealthy, but it was good. And now we get, like, and now I don't even know. I tell my grandparents to give me money to like buy something because I don't want to yeah. eat school food. Like that's just, but it's for some kids that's like the only meal that they get, and yeah. I think that that's really sad. Like yes, she may have been trying to make it healthy, but she also made it kind of gross. But I mean, if you're struggling, you're gonna eat whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, think about it. That may have been somebody's like only meal that they would Throughout get that day. day. That is. And I think that as a country, we can do better, not just to make it healthier, but to make it taste good. Yeah, like, I, I shouldn't have to bring my own seasoning packets and hot sauce and pump just like... <laughs> Bring packets yes. of salt and hot sauce. Yeah. Yes. Like. We used to do that last year. Oh, everyone, ketchup, barbecue sauce, uh, honey mustard. Honey mustard. Like, if you wanted a spice, right, you would hit up Jemaya, like, hey, please help me. And you're, she'll be like, all right, I got some Tony Sessions. I got Louisiana hot sauce. Exactly. I got some salt. Like, I got I you. But it's it. a shame that we have to, like, carry that stuff around. True. Honestly, but, I know people who would rather starve. AKA me. They <laughs> eat what they have, but I mean, sometimes if I'm hungry, I'm just if I'm hungry, it, it, it's, it's a, it'd be a it's little bit different when you don't eat nothing all day. I Exactly. So, um, <laughs> to answer the question, what makes my country, <laughs> what makes China's uh, educational system unique, I think that it's unique because they have a right to their education. Yeah. Not many countries put it in writing and in legal form, and it kind of makes it something that you can take away from a student yeah like which doesn't make sense yeah everybody should go to school like suspension and and expulsion and stuff like that like i don't think schools realize when you expel a child it makes them it makes it harder for it makes them not want to go to school no not even that it makes it harder for them to get into other schools so how are they going to meet the minimum requirements in a good in a good school like there's some schools where what was I going to say? I completely forgot. But it was like, how are you going to meet their minimum? Like, you need a certain amount of hours to graduate. But if it takes you, you get expelled, and it takes you a week to find a new school, you're a week behind. Yeah. And now you're failing a grade, and you have to spend. And that just, it's like a chain reaction. That one thing could just change a child's whole life. And now they won't, they'll drop out. They won't go to college. or They'll they, get a dead-end job, and then everybody will be like, oh, it's your fault. Like Yeah. And then they're sitting there working minimum wage, which isn't a livable wage. Let's we're gonna talk about that for a second. But it's seven twenty five. Seven twenty five. Like what what do I do with that? It's just buy some candy from the liquor store and be done. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, candy. You can't even afford healthy food with that. You see where I'm going? So it's just like things like that that I think would make a major impact saying that 
you cannot take away this. There are different ways to punish a child. Like, if they do something wrong, do something. But, like, don't make it to where they can't learn anymore. Yeah, because, like, you're you're going to... If I don't go to coding school on myself, you're going to literally make me go to court. But if I do something bad, you're going to kick me out of school. What? What? How does that work? (laughs) But... Yeah, I think that it's important to have a, a min, like something that's an unalienable right to somebody. Because I feel like education should be in our constitution as an unalienable right. Period. Um. So for mine, what makes mine unique, I think, is that um, on the website that I found, it said that Finland uses their education to balance out the social inequality. Um. And that they have that fifteen to twenty minutes break to decompress. Oh, yeah. Though oh, they no, they yes. spend like less hours in school, they still have long class periods. So they only have a few class periods a day. Yeah. But that really needs to be here because yeah. we're spending eight hours a day here. But no with breaks. These really hard courses and homework and stuff, and we have no breaks. And then, anyways. Um, the only break is lunch. And then even then, we're still doing homework during lunch. We're just yeah. like, ah, oh, God, let me do it now. Like, or, you know, yeah. people are thinking that assemblies are... Breaks. Girl, yeah. Like, no one wants no one to cares. go to assemblies. Let me take a free period. Take my nap. Exactly. And... Like, not going to talk about that. Like, for the <laughs> longest time... I remember in freshman year for the longest time, I really just wanted to say to the administration, can on Friday, since our Fridays are so hectic because half of the time we don't know where we're going, half of the time yeah. we don't know what we're, we're doing, we don't know what classes we're going to, we don't know what we're doing, and it's like, sometimes I just wish that we could, like, if on Fridays we could just have a day or like a period, like an hour and a half or so, just to sit and like either go to nap, take a nap, do homework, or just chill out because we do so much and it's like we never have time to just take a chill. I'm gonna sit here and do nothing. We can't yeah. do that. And then they might say, "Oh, you have the weekends," but no, my weekends are filled with homework that all of your all of these teachers are giving me. Periodical, yeah. like. <laughs> and then honestly, there are literally no breaks, and I hate that. We only have uh, lunch, and that's not even break because we're trying to eat in the thirty minutes that they give us. Right. At least make it like an hour. What are we going to do in 30 minutes? Half of us go to HEC, come back late, because the bus has to make two trips because we can't all fit. So then we come here late. Then they rush us. Yeah, to get out of the class. cafeteria yeah. five minutes before on the bell schedule that it ends. Right. And then also back to Maddie, what you were saying with, like, the, or whoever brought it up. I forgot. Like, nap time. That would be so yeah. great. Oh I know, like, I know people who hear this are going to be like, oh, that's a waste. No, it's not. First of all, a break could really help, like, especially students here at Highs. It could Child. really help because, you know, we yeah. got a lot of stuff going on. You know, people breaking down in hallways, crying in physics, you know. Like, it's so crazy how, like, yeah. mental breakdowns are so common here. Like, a kid is literally crying. We're just like, you know what? I get it, boo. I'm sorry. I like, yeah. I feel you. Just cry last night. You know? <laughs> and then, their whole thing about less homework. The 30 minutes that they have of homework 
Like that's what I want. <laughs> and then there be like, I, don't, I don't even have to have no homework. Yeah. Just less homework. That would be yeah. so nice. And less standardized tests because I'm sick and tired yes. of taking yes. tests every like five weeks. Ain't nobody. Not even five. Tests, like at least once week. a week. week yeah, we have PSAT at the PSAT at the end of this month, and I'm already stressing <sighs> about it. Yes. And I got a test in pre-cal. This don't make no sense because like, what was it? I just thought of it, like of how. Shoot. Um, I was going to say something too, and then I'm like, blank. But <laughs> with that being said, and all the things that we've, like the conclusions that we've come to, and to wrap up, uh, how could you sum- summarize your answer to say, to answer the fact that, like, how could your country improve its educational system? Like, yes, it has. Like, US? No. How could. India or Japan or Finland or China improve their educational system because all educational systems have flaws. flaws. Yeah. yeah. And I can go ahead and go first and say that yes, uh, China may have this extravagant educational system that provides many opportunities. They uh, open doors. Like they're very serious about their education, but that's also its downfall. Yeah. How serious they are and how challenging yeah. they are. Many kids end up committing suicide or many other things because of the social dynamic in their country and like in China I can tell you now like they care a lot about what other people think oh, yeah. like I went to Beijing this past summer and I felt so bad for my host mom because there's not a lot of black people there or any for that matter so they would always stare at us and I would I apologize I remember apologizing to her she goes, why are you apologizing? I'm like, because people are staring. She's like, here, everybody stares. She's like, and if they're going to judge, let them judge. They don't know anything. And that was, like, probably the most comforting thing I've ever heard in my life. Periodical. Shout but, out to your host mom. She's Yeah, cool. shout out to Miss Leaf. <laughs> I love you. But anybody else? Um, I would say for Japan, how, um, what's it called? They, um... They go to school, like, they don't have to go to high school. That's yeah. optional. But still, 98% of children still go to high school. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like it should be more of a choice. Yes. Because, like, like, in Japan, um, they, they're they more likely to be, like, doctors, nurses, or, like, something big or something that makes you a lot of money instead of something more on the creative side. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if they had more of a choice, that would be, like, golden. Yeah. It's all... Um, so, <laughs> um, so I was not expecting this question, so I just researched this. Yeah. But um, it says that the the size of the classes, because at first fin- Finnish classes, they were like really small, so that they could have that one on one student to teacher. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. That thing. And <laughs> now they're getting bigger, and so now like the whole thing that they were doing before, it might change like how they're being rated like in the world or whatever mm-hmm. but it also might affect the kids and like how they're learning because the teacher can't really focus on how that student is in the class yeah because specifically oh, when bigger the class the more time you spend on discipline yeah. and that's what my grandma says she's a teacher she's like half the time when we're teaching over there in sunday school we're always telling kids don't do that don't touch him stop doing that stop making that noise sit in your chair properly don't throw your paper don't say this out loud raise your hand like it's correction yeah. so many rules it. Because it's like sometimes, like yes, kids can be creative and things like that, but they can also be distracting, and you don't want to have that. So, it's all you want to go ahead and answer. Um, so I feel like due to the lack of funds, 
because of the economic economic system there, they don't have all the equipment they need. So I feel like, I mean, but I don't feel like that's something they could change easily because it's like as yeah. a whole. So like as a country, they could work on improving their economic status and things like that. Yeah, because it affects the education because not everyone gets the equipment they need. For yeah. Class. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. This again has been the last episode of Miha, in which we discuss the educational system. For the last time, I'm Madeline. I'm Itso. I'm Jemiah. And I'm Anaya. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Bye. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>